Whoa, that is one way to start a show. That is new music from Savage's frontwoman Jenny Beth, who has finally released her debut solo album, To Love Is To Live, which was delayed from April. That song from it was How Could You? Getting things started on today's edition of Why Not Radio here at KXFM in Laguna Beach and Alt Rock Radio at the Jersey Shore. My name is Josh T. Landau, and on the show today, I have an amazing session with the one and only Mondo Cosmo, a guy I've known for a very long time from his uh, bands that preceded Mondo Cosmo back in the Philadelphia area before he moved out to L.A. and uh, hit the big time. His new album, New Medicine, also just came out on Friday, and I got to chat with him about it, and he played some songs from it. Uh, So we'll hear that in the second half of the show, or actually not even all the way to the halfway point of the show, because it's kind of a long one. We did have a lengthy chat because we've known each other for a long time. We have a lot to talk about, I think, and hope that you'll enjoy it coming up. I do want to fit in as many songs as I can before that. Some really cool new stuff out this week. So let's get right to it with something new from Bully, who's just announced her third album, Sugar Egg, will be coming out on August 21st. The album was co-produced by Bully's Alicia Bagnano along with John Congleton. This first single is appropriately titled Where to Start from Bully here on Why Not Radio.
Australian duo Hockey Dad there with another single from their upcoming album Brain Candy coming out on July 31st after being delayed also because of coronavirus, just like Jenny Beth's album that we heard from earlier. That song was Good Eye. Before that, Archers of Loaf with another single, their third released this year. They haven't announced an album, but this will be part of another 7-inch single coming out on June 26th. It was called Talking Over Talk from Archers of Loaf. We're going to have the session and interview with Mondo Cosmo coming up in just a couple minutes. I'm going to play two songs before it, though. We're going to hear a cover from Hatchie featuring Kip Berman of The Pains of Being Pure at Heart, covering the Jesus and Mary Chain song Sometimes Always for a charity single with proceeds going to the Movement for Black Lives and the Loveland Foundation. You can get that at hatchie.bandcamp.com. But before we get to that, we're going to hear from a duo called the Neverly Boys, one half of which is Dave Sytek of TV on the Radio, the other half a Swedish producer named Daniel Ladinsky. This definitely has some TVOTR vibes to it, as you might expect, from their new collaborative album, The Dark Side of Everything. This is Never Come Down from the Neverly Boys here on Why Not Radio. The love we shared was all I had Without you there is no point existing Oh happiness, you made me happier Without you there is no point in living Heard you f- my friend on my birthday, babe It's quite a present, yeah You be something else, but I don't care no more Gonna end it all, I don't care no more So I never come down Yeah On my funeral 
everybody, I'm Mondo Cosmo. I hope everybody's doing all right out there. Stick with me, Jesus, through the coming storm Yeah, I've come to you in search of something I've lost I shine down the light on me and show a path Yeah, I promise you I will return and you take me back Let them get out, let them get stored Friends don't understand we all are lost. I shine down the light on them and show a path. Yeah, I promise you they will return and you take them back. Let them get out, let them get stoned. Everything will be alright if you let it go. Let them get out, let them get stoned Everything will be alright if you let it go Oh, let it go Why Not Radio, I'm Josh T. Landau, and uh, as you have heard, I am here now virtually with another Josh, Mondo Cosmo Josh. How you doing, Josh? 
Josh, Josh number two. Well, no, you're Josh number one. I'm. I, I would know, be number two. I don't want to be Josh. I don't want to be number one. No, you know, we can just we're differentiated by you're Josh O. I'm Josh T. And and that's an easy way to do it. We're both bearded <laughs> Joshes. We're both Philadelphia Joshes. Yeah. But you're Mondo Cosmo, and I don't have that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's great to see you. Uh, I, I wish we weren't separated by uh, on opposite coasts. I wish that uh, you were playing shows. Your album is just out today, uh, second full length from Mondo Cosmo in this iteration of your career, New Medicine. So um, it's a very exciting time, but it's also not, I'm sure, what you were expecting in a lot of ways uh, for when you were releasing your second album. Yeah, it's a crazy time to re be releasing music, but it's also probably the best time. I think people need it. I need it. You know, there's that great quote where it's like, this is the time for artists to go to work, you know, and I just, I think that this is one of those moments. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, to go back to your first album and the first song that you released as Mondo Cosmo, which you just played, Shine, um, is a, a great example of really a, a, you know, powerful healing song that can bring people together. Yeah, it was nice. I started getting a lot of messages, too, during the COVID stuff, uh, people going back and sending me messages on Shine. And I was like, how cool is that? That, you know, years later, I'm still getting messages every day about what that song means to people and how it brightens their day or, or you know, just comforts them in a way. So, I uh, mean, I, I am so thankful that song turned out the way it did. Yeah, and on New Medicine... I think there's a lot of other songs on there that are going to touch people in similar and or or different ways. Um, but it's a it's a powerful album and you did a great job again. Thanks, man. I uh, I worked my tail off on this one. <laughs> you kind of spoon fed it to us um, a song at a time over. It was like was it like eight months that you were releasing a, we, few, a song not, at a time? We're not good with plans. Yeah. I mean, the record has been well, we we released Black Cadillac first. Yeah. And that was because we were playing, we booked Lala, Lollapalooza, and we were playing the main stage. And I was like, we got to put a new song out because this is dumb, <laughs> you know? So we put out Black Cadillac. And then um, that was just kind of like a taster. And the record was in the process of being finished. So we released that one first. And then the reaction to that was really great. And then I think the second single, Come On, um, came out which that really started it started cooking at that point because um the video is great and it's I, I was really proud of that song it, it came out really good but at that point the album was still in the in the works it was pretty much close to it was getting mixed by the time come on came out so we were just finalizing mixes and stuff we were, we talked about putting the record out at christmas time we were going to rush it to get it done and then we were like nah let's hold off and then it, you know we kept trying to time it up as to you know because you want to be able to tour and you want to be able you know so it just you know there's really no logic to our thinking over here at team mondo headquarters <laughs> <laughs> so there there's this story going around about kind of the origin of the album that involves you punching through a glass door um so if you want to expand on that a little bit, yeah, that sounds like a good origin story uh, or a bad origin story. We, we played um, we played a show in Philly in 2017. It was like I, at this point, the band had been torn for 10 months straight. 
and within those 10 months it was like right after shine took off and it was the first time that i ever really and you know me you've known me since i've been doing it since i was a kid you know so it's like long time it was the first time i ever had any any success you know that was like notable and people wanted to interview me and take pictures and and i was really blessed and i I was saying yes to doing everything. I was doing every morning show and I was getting no sleep and I was doing every meet and greet and just hugging everyone and going into radio stations and doing it all. And by the end of that year, I was fried. I was like physically fried. I was emotionally just spent. And it was pretty much just a year of like being on. And I was just looking forward to taking a little break and starting to write again because I wasn't really writing very much that I was happy with at the time. And then we did this one last show in Montauk and it was like at this place called the Surf Lodge and it was it was so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> the band, It was like our last show and we had to fly back the next day after that but we went for it, man. We were like, we just had a blast. Next day, we had a 15-hour travel day to fly back to L.A. to do a video shoot. And um, I didn't want to do this video shoot. I didn't like the idea of it. Um, every idea that I came up with it, the label shot down. They were like, no, we can't do that because we're doing audio and video. Mm -hmm. And it was just something I really wasn't looking forward to. And I kind of prided myself up to that point of every decision that I was making you know, from every video to every, anything. And it, the, the font to how the mix sounds. And I was really proud of that because I felt like I was making some really wise decisions. And so I went into this video shoot and the label's there, manager's there, band's there, the band girlfriends are there. And I, it just, there was a lot of people involved and it just went bad. And I ended up, and I've never, this has never happened before, and hopefully it'll never happen again, but I freaked out, and I just started screaming and yelling at everyone and screaming at the label, and just, it was stupid. And I turned, and I thought I was punching one of those, like, foam walls. Right, that they which would be studio. a good thing to punch. The, possibly the best thing I could have punched, you know, would have been that, but it wasn't. I turned really fast, and... And I busted out a window of a glass studio door, like a double pane thing. And, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh, Josh. I mean, I pulled my hand out, and it was just like like blood just went. My drummer came up, tied a tourniquet around my arm. They took me to the hospital. I was Ooh. there all night. Um, it was stupid. You know, I nearly really messed myself up, and... Um, I was there until like four in the morning watching the doctor uh, just stitch me up. And suddenly, I he's like, you won't have feeling for the next two years. I was like, oh, I got to write a record with a cast on. I got no songs. I just screamed at my label and punched up their studio. It was a dark time. And then I had to... I had to go and apologize to everybody and started that campaign of being like, you know, but it was good in the sense that we had to have a real conversation and we had to be like, look, you guys have been running me into the ground. I've just been a greyhound for you and I can't do it, man. Like I have to be able to say no to things 
and everyone needs to be okay with that. So it was a good conversation to have and it really kind of like solidified, you know, how we were going to move ahead and and everyone was really nice to me for a long time, so it was good. <laughs> <laughs> and it kind of spurred the creative process on on writing. So then I I had the doctor put me on these the medication and all this medication was was um uh, like penicillin it was antibiotics you know because of the surgery but something triggered like the the following couple of weeks after that and i would tape a pick to my hand to my cast and i would just start writing and oh wow and like really simple chord formations and a lot of like downstroke stuff because that's all i could do you know and um i just started writing i wrote black cadillac I wrote Kicks, uh, Positively Montauk, after the Montauk thing. I wrote Generator, which was like, it's just a, one of my favorite songs. And it never would have been written if I hadn't had been doing like a strumming pattern because I had a cast on, you know. And it was really beautiful the way it turned out with the with the songs and, and everything to the point where I went back to the doctor. And when I ran out of medication, I was like, Doc, you got to give me more pills, man. I am writing. I'm like, I'm like Jimmy on acid over here. And the doctor was like, Josh, let me ask you. He's like, do you think it's these pills that have nothing to do with anything? Or do you think it's the fact that you actually like, you, you literally punched a wall and you know, like you had to deal with some stuff and um, whatever it was, I would do it again to get these songs. I, um, I would do anything for songs. I just, I crave it. I hunt them down. I, you know, I probably wrote 80 songs for this record and we picked the oh best gosh. 10, you know? So like we write, I write a lot. Um, yeah, it's all I do. I just, I, I, it's, it's a, it's a fix for me. I gotta get it. I got it. There's nothing more exciting to me than when I'm working on a tune that I'm like, I can't stop thinking about. And thankfully, it seems, I mean, I'm seeing you play, so your hand is, is healed. You have feeling back. It didn't take two years. Well, I don't have feeling in, oh the, my gosh, really? in the thumb. But oh. um, but I could still, like, do stuff, grab stuff. But I always drop stuff. And I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> did you catch a step on Yeah, my, my cat <laughs> jumped in. And it, you know, it's a requirement with Zoom that cats will jump in and interfere at some That's point. So funny. This is Starla. Hi, Starla. Um, <laughs> That's funny. It was ridiculous. Um, well, uh, now I lost my train of thought because hand uh, is doing well. Um, yeah. playing guitar fine. Yeah, I, I couldn't. I'm super, super lucky, super blessed. That uh, that doctor just was amazing. It was so. I was so lucky that he was there that night. Oh, thank goodness, and uh, but also thank goodness that you were able to get those songs out. Yeah, I just can't. Like I said, the fact that I would do go through that hell again to get this done was, you know, it, it's got to be something for the songs. Well, I think you're going to play one of those songs for us now. You mentioned Come On. Uh, Come On was one of the few co-writes I had on the record. I don't do a lot of co-writes. Um, it was written with this guy, Dan Wilson. Uh, he's he's kind of a dude in songwriting. From I Semisonic? From Semisonic, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. So he's he's, he's a, great. He's a great songwriter, and um, he was just like one of one of the really cool people involved with 
you know, getting me back on my feet through this process. I had some amazing, some amazing people kind of come through and, and help me, you know, whether it was like building my confidence back up or, or telling me that the song wasn't good enough, you know? So, um, I was really thankful for Dan with that one. That's awesome. All right. Well, let's hear uh, you playing an acoustic version of Come On here on Why Not Radio. It's Mondo Cosmo. Hours the silence in the desert. I am the fire in your lungs. Sunrise, I will concede. Come see me sometime. Come on, come on. There's a fire in the sunrise. Hello, hello. I'm the rider of the storm. Come on, come on. We'll be staring at the skyline. Hello, hello. And we'll watch this city burn Come and watch this city burn I was the falling of the angels Out here Coming of the storm I will be here within your sunrise I will believe Come see me sometimes Come on, come on There's a fire in the sunrise Hello, hello I'm the rider of the storm Come on, come on, we'll be staring at the skyline Hello, hello, and we'll watch this city burn Come and watch this city burn Burn Come on, come on there's a fire in the sunrise Hello, hello, I'm the rider of the storm Come on, come on, we'll be staring at the skyline Hello, hello, and we'll watch this city burn Come and watch this city burn Mondo Cosmo uh, live from home here on Why Not Radio uh, with Come On. And you can hear the album version on the new album, New Medicine, which is out today. Uh, So, yeah, happy release day if I didn't say that. Thank you, brother. It's a big day for me. Many words, but yeah, that's a huge day. Yeah, it's weird. It's like when you're working on the tunes, you're like, oh, this is is good. People are going to like this. And then every time the night before the record comes out or that single comes out 
I'm just like, I hate this song. Everyone is going to hate it. <laughs> I'm a fraud. No. I'm done. You know, it's just that weird thing of like, if, once it's out, it's fine. It's like, it's not yours anymore. There's like that great Wilco song where he, he talks about that. And I always love that. Like once it's, once it's not your, it's not yours. It's, it's the world's. It's, you know, and I just think that's so cool to think of it like that. You mentioned Dan Wilson and you mentioned some other people who helped you out. And I know one of them was Butch Vig. And I love talking about Butch Vig. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's produced some of my favorite albums of all time. And of course, he's drummed on some of my favorite albums of all time. How did he become involved with your record? I saw this thing in 2017, 2018. I guess it was 2018, maybe. Um, somebody sent me a link, a Twitter link. It was an interview with Butch, and they were asking him what he was listening to. What would he recommend for people to check out that's new? And he said, there's this guy named Mondo Cosmo, and he put out a song called Hold On To Me, and I think it's great. And I freaked I freaked out. Yeah. I was just like, what? What? I mean, never mind. Uh, Siamese Dream. You know, like, these are records that, like, defined, like, my childhood. It meant so much to me and I, I didn't know how to get a hold of the guy <laughs> you know <laughs> like you can't just be like thanks butch so i lived i just was like oh that's cool and then i was um working on a song with this girl named lp uh we were writing a song she asked me to write with her i was like yeah i'll do that you're cool and then um she was telling me how she was working on a song with butch at the same time and I was like, oh, man, will you please tell him I said thank you for saying that. It really meant a lot to me. And then she's like, I got to get you guys together. So I ended up going to his house, playing him some new music I was working on. And it just started this friendship and this um, this communication. Um, and it was right around the time when I busted my hand. It was amazing because I was sending him songs every day. Uh, just um, just demos, scratch voice memos, uh, just anything. I was I was writing at, at such a clip, it was nuts. And I would send him songs every day, and he would listen. He would listen to the whole thing and send me notes or just be encouraging or, you know, and he kind of just helped me guide me through what songs I should kind of focus on. I thought it was so beautiful and he gave me this because at the time like after the hand thing I got dropped from my label you know I was I was really like I'm I'm screwed here I don't know what I'm gonna do but meanwhile I'm writing but I had this like cloud hanging over me and I was just like oh I can't kick this like sadness you know heaviness mm -hmm. and he just lifted me up and he just he he you know, he put the sails in the, the wind in the sails and he just he he helped guide me to get the record done and just as a friend, you know, and it was a really beautiful thing. And I'll always be thankful to him for that. Man, what a great guy. Like every story I've ever heard about Butch Vig and, and I've interviewed Butch Vig, too. So that's my story is that he was just a super nice, easy to talk to guy. But every musician who I've ever heard talk about him just has the best things to say. Yeah. He it just couldn't be more. He's just a normal dude, you know. A normal it's, dude who is a musical genius and yeah. <laughs> drum god. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's amazing. 
does he have an official credit on the album or was it more of an advisory role like no that's a funniest part I, he's like a guru <laughs> to you. yeah he's essentially a guru i mean we could never afford butch to produce the record you know what i mean like that's just like you know it's butch vig like the you know you if you buy a bmw it costs this amount of money you know mm-hmm. what i mean <laughs> like and but i also think butch would say no to it because he knows like my recording style is I sit in a room by myself and I I have to figure these songs out myself. If I were to go into a studio with the band and record, we would just make a rock and roll record, you know, which I've done. I've done that a lot. But there's songs like on the record, like It Fills the Room, which is essentially like me talking over some music. And it's like, it's one of my favorite songs, but it never would have happened if I was in a studio with a band. It would just... I have to figure out the song, but I also need to let the song lead lead me. You know, like I can't just most of the time when I write when I I write in the morning and I'll start recording it. By the end of the day, it is a completely different song. It's you know, it's either a heavy metal song or it's a rap song or it's a soul. Like it's just I follow the song. I don't try to manipulate it, which is. It took me years to figure that out. Mm -hmm. And this album, you know, it does have songs where it's like, yeah, this is like the Mondo Cosmo sound, Mm -hmm. but then it has other things added into that Mondo Cosmo sound. What what do you think is your greatest evolution on New Medicine? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I think Upside Down, man. I, um, that was just like... I don't know how that we did that in two days. I just started working on it, and my drummer, I, I, I was like, "Can you record drums on this?" And that was at like ten in the morning. I got it back by noon. Put the drums in with the samples. Started working on beats and putting it in. And then by three o'clock, I was putting a vocal on it. By the next day, it was done. It took one day to mix. For he mixed it. Spike mixed it in one pass. It was the easiest thing. And I was just like, this is, cr- this song's nuts. I, it is. It's like, I, I, it sounds like you, but it doesn't sound like anything you've done before. Yeah. And I, I was, I love that. Cause I'm like, that's kind of how I listen to music. You know, like I'll listen to Neil Young and then I'll go listen to Beck and then I'll go listen to, you know, Fuji's. I don't know. Like I listen to everything. I just love music. I love a hook, you know? And, um, I love Mondo for that because I don't, again, if I was still in Eastern Conference champions, I don't know if, uh, I don't know if that's fair to say, but I, it leaned towards rock and roll, which Mm -hmm. is, you know, I'm, I'm a pedigree of that. That's where I come from. But I like to challenge myself and try different stuff and put myself in awkward situations vocally and, and see how far I can push this. And I, I feel like an artist at the end of the day. And that, that's the best thing I can do for myself. And then just, uh, I'm sure you've had the same exact thought, but Upside Down, you obviously wrote long before the world. I mean, the world's been upside down in a lot of ways for a long time, but um, but literally with the pandemic, it is absolutely just that. And you would have had no, no way of knowing that your album would be coming out in the middle of a... A global pandemic. <laughs> yeah. It, it did just kind of come out at the perfect time time yeah it was um i wrote that that was one of the last songs to make the record i um 
I was watching the impeachment trials like nonstop. I was just waking up and watching the news every morning, every afternoon, every night. I was just addicted. And I just, this song was, you know, just lyrically just like, I am sick of hearing people talk. Um, I'm sick of watching the news and the song, you know, so that's where the, the premise of the, uh, you know, every single night I watch the evening news and wonder that's where the idea came from. And then it just went, you know, and clearly you have other news of the day inspiration on, you know, going back to black Cadillac mm. with, uh, with Kavanaugh. Yeah. I, I remember asking Butch about that when I recorded it and I was like, Butch, should I, does it make sense to put this in? Like, it, is this like a year from now when this is mixed and out? Like, will it still be relevant? Or is this just a dumb line where I'm just not seeing the forest through the trees? And, and Butch sat there and he stared off. <laughs> and I was just like, what is, he, what, is, what is he saying? What is he thinking? And then he said the coolest thing. He's like, well, it seems like He's going to be on the Supreme Court for a very long time. So I think you should keep it in. And I was like, all right, Butch said, keep it in. I'm keeping it in. You yeah. Know. You know, that's before you finish the story, that's exactly where my mind was going. It's like, he's got a lifetime appointment. Yeah. So the song <laughs> is going to be relevant for a long time. Unfortunately, it's going to be relevant for a long time. Well, you're going to play upside down in a an acoustic, very different arrangement than, very different. Uh, than what we hear on the album. So let's hear that now. It's Mondo Cosmo live at home here on Why Not Radio. Every single night I watch the evening news and wonder if the cars are really stacked, if they're coming from the dealer, if the drinks are truly free and the odds are in my favor. Someone better go, go, go get the mic, yeah, cut it up, cut it up, it's Friday night, and in my experience, yeah, the traffic's like, yeah, let's cut it up, cut it up, it ain't my fault, it's a love song, girl, come turn it up, everything is upside down, no, 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 everything is upside down, oh, Every single word that is uttered from the towers on the roofs of Manhattan to the bombs in the summer, in the bars, in the gutters, in the ears of your lover, in the words of the sinner, in the thoughts of your father, yeah. Run it up, run it up, it's Monday night And in my experience, yeah, the timing's right Yeah, let's run it up, run it up, it ain't my tab It's a love song, man Come breathe it in, everything is upside down Oh, no, 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 everything is upside down Everything is upside down Why not radio here with Josh 
of Mondo Cosmo, aka Mondo Cosmo. Um, I never know exactly <laughs> what that delineation is, but um, a, a really cool different version. Was it kind of written that way or did you adapt it from what we hear on the album to do it this way? Oh, Upside Down? Yeah. No, that was like, the song started doing really well at radio and they're like, you need to learn how to play this on acoustic for Zoom. <laughs> I'm like, this song's not, not going to work. And they're like, well, just do it. And I was like, okay, so that's the best I could do. Yeah, I, you made it work. I kind of like it, it though. It yeah. sounds really good. Thanks. Going back to taking the current, events of the day and and turning them into songs or being inspired by them to to write songs and you said you're always you're always writing there's a lot going on right now uh that is going to be affecting people for for generations there's a lot of change that's going to come out of the the protests that are happening right now and i hope so chat does that inspire you to write yeah i mean it inspires me to you know just watch and see what's happening like these are truly historic moments that we're seeing and like man it is like i i you know like i am humbled by it i'm like so proud of my like my country for doing this like my my fellow citizens being like wow like dang it is inspiring when it comes to writing it's tough. I, you know, I think if you sit down and you try to write a song about this stuff, I, I don't know. Um, I fear being too on the nose sometimes with things. Um, you know, if you look at like how Dylan handled it a lot of times, just like the way he, the metaphors and the way he would, he, he would take you around the corner to get you to the point. You know, it's like there's a way to do it and way to do it right. I don't totally know how to do it. Um, I'm really excited because I think this fall and early spring, there's going to be just because every band, every musician, every rapper, every like singer is home recording their next record right now. And there's going to be so much great music coming out soon. And I, I'm, it's going to be like, you know, the sixties. I, I really am. I cannot wait to hear what's going to happen. I, um, I hope to be a part of it, but I am just, you know, at the end of the day, I'm a fan, so I'm I'm excited. All right. Well, I know um, you've got a lot to do, I'm sure. You've got a record out today, so uh, that I'm sure brings with it uh, other interviews like this. So I'm going to let you get to things. But uh, before we go, I thought you're playing these songs from the new album um, in acoustic arrangements that, uh, you know, like you said, with Upside Down, never intended to be played that way. And obviously it's going to be a while. Uh, I hope that it, I, you know, I very much look forward to when we get to see you and your band playing out live back here at, at, at home in Philly and oh, for man. everyone else, everywhere else. I'm sure you're looking forward to that as well. But in the meantime, we've got the record and I thought maybe we could actually play a song just straight off the record. One that you would have a hard time doing acoustic. Oh, that's a good idea. Um, there's a track on there. Oh, man, which track do I want you to play? Oh, John in Love. It is a tune. I love this song. Can you play that one? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we're going to hear Drown in Love from New Medicine, which is out now. And uh, you can pick it up. Uh, go to mondocosmo.com for, for more and follow Mondo Cosmo on all the socials. Thanks so much. It's always great catching up with you. Josh, it's great, and it's great seeing you. I'm glad you're doing well. And, Likewise. You know, you're one of the few guys that I've known 
I've known this whole time, so that I've been doing this. So it's really good to see, and I always always appreciate your support. Uh, virtual hug. Virtual hug. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I can't wait to hug you. Uh, I look forward to it and seeing you back up on stage. Mondo Cosmo here on Why Not Radio. Just stay one more minute Smoking all in parliaments, baby Like you love laying 
Hey, this is Mondo Cosmo, and you're listening to Why Not Radio. <laughs> 